Welcome back to Dwaynesport. Always great to have so many of your calls and your texts coming through. Dwaynesport for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane Brewing. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. There is plenty of footy to talk about this time of year. Normally, we'd have the chance to have a chat to Leon Cameron as a coach or Leon Cameron as an SEN footy expert. We're now having a chat to Leon Cameron as the Sydney Swans footy boss, because he's taken over that role. Welcome to you, Leon. Congratulations on the new role. Thanks, Dwayne. Yeah, it sounds a little bit different, doesn't it? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, looking forward to it. Jumped into it uh, just after Christmas um, here with the Swans. I mean, clearly I was with the Academy last year for a year. But, um, yeah, Charlie Gardner, who's done a fantastic job, as the GM of footy uh, has, has, has moved back to Melbourne and, um, you know, a spot came open and so um, jumped into it and uh, working closer with John and the coaching crew. Yeah, we've well, seen footy from all sides. Star player, went and coached, obviously, and coached extremely well in a new franchise that was, you know, starting up and finding its own difficulties. And and now you're... Well, what does the executive general manager of football do these days in 2024? I'm sure you've got some fairly big things on your agenda. It's a big title, isn't it? <laughs> it's a big title. <laughs> Look, it's a um, yeah, it's a great role, and worked closely with Tom Harley. Clearly, he's a, the CEO of the of the Sydney Swans, and um, and closely with John in our footy program. Um, but just making sure you're across, um, you know, your medical, your high performance, your coaching, um, you know, uh, making sure that John's got everything he needs to to get his list of players uh, uh, ready and prepared for, for the season ahead. And, um, you know, making sure that's all, um, you know, uh, talking to each other and, and, and working together is, is the biggest thing in the footy department because there's so many different avenues. And so, you know, and the Swans have been around for a long, long time and they're a very, very big club. And, uh, you know, coming across uh, here and, and working close with all these guys, you can see, you know, why they've been so successful um, here in Sydney. So you're a conduit, you're a link man, obviously, and you're a conduit between everybody. So you will, if John needs something from the CEO, you go to Tom Harley, or if the medical department and the high-performance department need to get together to sort something out between them, you, you're part of that. You, is troubleshooting part of your job as well? Leon, seeing something that, because you've been in the system a long time, that is a problem before it becomes a big problem? Yeah, well, hopefully not too much troubleshooting, but yeah. like in anything, uh, but you're exactly right. I mean, um, I mean, clearly there's a number of people who report into the GM of football um, uh, in terms of you know what their day-to-day roles are and all that sort of stuff. But footy footy clubs, once they start you know churning out, they they work like clockwork, and uh, we know what we see on weekends, and a lot of fans will see you know what's produced on the weekend uh, uh, in terms of the 23 that run out. But what happens during the week is all those things that you just said, you know, how does the medical department talk to the, you know, the high performance department in terms of getting players back from injury or, you know, returning to play, um, you know, development coaches working closely, how much training load they can do. There's so much that goes into a footy department that, you know, my role is to make sure that that's all uh, ticking along really, really nicely. Is there some, you know, opportunity to improve in, in areas you absolutely look at and you throw up suggestions and having the experience of being a coach, um, at the Giants previously, no doubt helps, but uh, equally having you know one of the most experienced coaches in John um, here as well, it's uh, that was the enticing bit about uh, jumping into this role as well. Is there a facilities arms race in a way, Leon, going on at the moment? Because I presume 
in terms of your facility, which is the best, and the dogs have just unveiled theirs, but, you know, the people flow within... You've got a lot of people at the club now, so making sure they are seeing each other but not getting in each other's way. How is that a fairly big part of it? Because I presume that you need these people talking to each other every day without you having to facilitate a meeting. The medical, the high-performance team, the, the coaching staff need to be, you know, with each other every day almost. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, I think it, it depends on the layout. And look, looking at our facility here at Sydney, it's just a fantastic layout. They've clearly put an enormous amount of time, um, you know, led by Andrew Pridham and the team uh, in producing this facility. And it's, you know, to be a couple of kilometres from the CBD is just an outstanding position. Um, but equally, uh, uh, housing our AFL men's, our AFL women's and our academy and, and, and making sure all of that ticks along and works really well and flows throughout the venue is, you know, people have got to make sure they know their roles and they play their roles. But um, I think, you know, on top of the organised meetings, but equally the, the gold is is the ad hoc run-ins. You know, you, you, you know, clearly you can go and spend some time with our AFL women's coaches. Um, likewise, uh, the academy as well, but equally in our admin team led by Tom upstairs. That's the goal because having a central eating place as well is where, mm. you know, we always cross paths and, um it comes down to that layout and no doubt uh, across the land and in, in, in all the 18 clubs, they're, they're trying to come up with you know, the best possible facility that suits them. It doesn't have to be the biggest or the brightest and what suits the club at that particular time. And I think what Sydney's done extremely well uh, and the vision to, to make sure that uh, how they've laid out the positioning of the women's, the men's and the academy is just absolutely first class. Is it an eight to four or a nine to five day that the players come in for? And is it it's five of the it's four of the five days of the midweek? Yeah, we're in pre-season, as we know. Um, you know, you've got to get a lot of your work in with the playing group, um, and um, you know, you've got your, your list of 44, 45 players. You've got that on your list, and you want to make sure you maximise that over that period of November, December, depending on when you start through that January, February period. And so, you know, you'll have your big days like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you might have a half days on Tuesday, day off Thursday. That could be one uh, weekly schedule you could look at. Um, you know, some, some teams decide to train Saturday morning and then they might give Tuesday off. Or mm. depending on what you see your group is capable of doing um, and how much load they can do. But we're really wrapped with the pre-season that we've had. Um, you know, I think uh, the layout of the week has is, is worked really well for us. And, um, you know, to have, you know, a lot of our players up and running at the moment doing full pre-season, um, you know, is a testament to our strengths and conditioning and also our coaches in the planning that they do. So Brody Grundy, James Jordan, uh, Taylor Adams, Joel Hamling, how are they all going? Your new recruits, you obviously have to manage them through their new club process. Yeah, you do. I mean, and then bringing players into your footy club, uh, it's gold that, uh, you know, that we could go to the trade table and bring some players in, but equally some free agents that we thought we needed for our list. I mean, we lost a lot of experience last year, a lot. And Lance Franklin, you know, one of the greatest player of all time, uh, finishing up, um, you know, Tom Hickey, Paddy McCartan, you know, just through, you know, uh, you know necessity with, with, with the concussion stuff. That, like those three players played a huge role for the Swans over the past, you know, one to ten years. I mean, Lance has been there for for that long, and so losing that experience, bringing in some players like Brody and and Taylor um, and Joel, as you said, and James Jordan as a free agent, you know, was was fantastic for the footy club, and they've settled in really, really well. And uh, 
Now, making sure that they get through that, that pre-season block, uh, which all four of them have, um, they're all keen to, you know, uh, you know, show what they can do uh, when the season comes around. Do you do anything different to other clubs? Do you watch what other clubs are doing? What's what's changed pre-season-wise and what will change on-field, do you think, this year in terms of strategy? Yeah, it's, it goes quick. Um, hmm. Dwayne, was talking off air, it, it goes really quick. And, um, you know, we're blinking with, I think we're playing the Giants uh, in about uh, 20 days' time in a practice match and then the Lions and then we're playing the opening game. So it goes really quick. You really, I mean, most clubs really hone in on what they're doing really well. Uh, I think the research is probably done more in that sort of October, November period when you have a bit of downtime and that's probably more overseas. You know, John and Dean Cox and and um, Jared McVeigh spent some time overseas, uh, you know, just exploring other avenues and looking at different ways to prepare, you know, footy teams and what you can take out of that. So it's probably more looking at uh, other sports. Mm. And then equally, once you get into rhythm, like most clubs are now, um, clearly you have your ear to the ground to see what's happening. I think probably you're going to see... You know, that fast brand of footy that we've seen that's been progressing over the last couple of years. You know, you look at Hawthorne move the ball really quickly. You look at some Collingwood move the ball really quickly. There's no doubt out there a lot of the sides will be looking at, you know, how you can, you know, score off the back of turnover and, and, and probably score quicker. So speed burst kind of players are going to be more in vogue and the quicker off halfback, the, 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 slow, the slower down process will only be a bit of a change-up to stop momentum. It's well, not going to be... Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's dangerous, Dwayne, because what, what, what happens is because, uh, you know, sometimes a trend will take you so far, but mm. then equally someone might be practising something, you know, uh, behind closed doors that they can catch uh, the opposition off off guard. Probably generally scoring off turnover has always been a, a big uh, area of work on for all clubs because you want to be able to master that, even though it's the hardest thing to do. Um, but um, I think... Um, you know, there's still there's still the the area of the game of knowing when to go fast and when to probably move the ball in a methodical way. But equally, a lot of sides will be working on that defensive side of it, which you know I know people don't like to hear that. And uh, defense looks like it's stifling the game, but equally, it's a huge part. And um, you know, the, whether that's in your face defense or trying to have the ball in the front half of the ground or you know your zone defenses. All clubs will be working on that and uh, no doubt uh, can't wait to probably play those early practice matches to put into play to see where they sit. Yeah, you mentioned Hawthorne. I mean, they have Frost and um, Weddle and a couple of their crazy runners off half-back. You've got the crazy Blakey runs through the midfield. It does seem like it's, it's an exciting way to play. The fans love it. But it does seem like that more chaos, ball and chaos style is the way that a lot of teams are going to continue playing. Yeah, I mean, going on last year, I mean, look at the two grand finalists. I mean, um, you know, Collingwood are probably that way. Brisbane are probably a little bit more methodical in the way they move it. But even they love to get it in there quick because of, you know, Charlie Cameron and, you know, um, Zach Bailey and these sort of guys have got leg speed. So, um, you know, and there were some, some fantastic finals played last year. Um, you know, games could have went either way. So I think what happens is, you know, all the clubs will look and assess and, you know, you really got to look at where your list is at and if you're capable of doing that. And, you know, are you a really young side that's, you know, down the bottom and progressing through the ranks or are you a side that is progressing into finals? It depends on where you think your list is at. And, um, you know, uh, you know you, you, most clubs will make their choices on where they think their list is capable of. 
Who kicks the most goals for you this year? Tom Papley, Isaac Heaney, Logan McDonald. I'm a Logan McDonald fan. Is this the year he's going to break out, do you think? Well, I hope all three of them, um, mm. Dwayne. Look, there's no doubt. I mean, he, he comes into his fourth year. I think we remind being really mindful. And, and when I was at the Giants, there was always that pressure on these high draft pick um, young tools. We've got to be mindful. He's still into his fourth year, but he's had a you know really good preseason. He's a measured young fellow. He works extremely hard. He's really popular amongst the group. You can see that in my short time here at the Swans. You can see he's such a popular young kid. Um, and look, I just think he'll just get better and better as he goes on. Um, you mentioned Papley. Um, you mentioned Heaney. I mean, these sort of guys have been around for a long time. And, you know, Joel Amati, uh, you mm-hmm. know, he's had a good, strong, solid pre-season. Um, Hayden McLean, these sort of guys. So no doubt what happens is these, these guys are preparing themselves for, you know, the, the, the year ahead. But uh, someone always pops up, you know, whether it's at, uh, you know, our club or somewhere else. Uh, it, that's the good thing about the start of a new year. Um, you know, is someone going to pop up from nowhere? And, uh, you know, Errol Goulden had such a great year. And uh, as, a, as a winger and inside mid, you know, you know, does he become a goal kicker, um, you know, with his, you know, magnificent mm. left foot? And so there's so many players out there that uh, can, you know, surprise you when at the start of the year. And Cal Mills, how's he going? Yeah, he's going really well. He's, um, you know, he's uh, his preseason is progressing um, clearly from that operation, and um, you know his fitness levels are, you know, are, are really high. Um, you know, he's starting to join into some, you know, non-contact drills, uh, which is limited. But um, you know, we'll get a further gauge on Cal when he sees a surgeon in, in in a week or so's time about you know when he starts to return to, you know, his next step of his rehab. Well, Tramway Oval, just across the park, a little stroll for you. In 20 days, as you mentioned, you're playing the Giants. So good luck. Uh, a lot of people will be watching it online. We'll all be watching all the games online across the next couple of weeks. Leon, good luck in the new role as well. Can't wait to see you up there. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks for your time. Cheers, mate. Leon Cameron, having a chat to us. Uh, good to talk all things footy, go into the nuts and bolts of it. And it is a big new role, even though he's a down-to-earth guy who's got a little bit of Maybe Neil Balm about the way he goes about it. I think he's the kind of guy that uh, should be able to troubleshoot and I think people will come to him for the chats that need to be done and uh, it's going to be great to see the Swans fire this year. Leon Cameron, Sydney Swans, Executive General Manager of Football. No longer Leon Cameron, special comments man for SEN. We'll take a break. Back to your calls next. one three hundred seven three six seven three six.